Core Series Backspace Number 27 in short supply. Early in the Core Series, Corvin's family has fallen on hard times and money is tight. In recent chapters of the Medallion, with the failing light of the Lumians in Kadir and complete darkness in Roseanne, food in the Core is also in short supply. When I was a small child, my mother knew the desperation of old Mother Hubbard who went to the cupboard, but the shelves were bare. There were times when all she had on hand was soda crackers and peanut butter. Those childhood experiences can make a deep impression on you, and even once conditions improve, you can overdo it by eating too much of a good thing. I grew up without much in the way of sweets, and my current intake of sugar continues to be something I need to keep an eye on. Now in the hammer, Mrs. Barron feels sorry for Corvin and gives him a chocolate bar because the mice had nibbled on the corner. That story was true to life for me at the Baron store in Fenwood, Saskatchewan, and getting a whole chocolate bar to myself, even with the corner cut off, was a memorable experience. When we moved on to Prince George, B.C., our cupboards were full again, but one was dedicated to the storing of my mother's baking supplies and was off-limits. So one day, when everyone else was gone, I opened that cupboard, saw the can of fries cocoa, and quickly stuck a tablespoon in my mouth. I choked on the dust, and I inhaled the cocoa powder, and I couldn't breathe, and I thought I was going to die because there was no one at home to help me. But I lived on, and I tried again. And the next time my mother was away, I discovered an unopened package of chocolate chips in the cupboard. We all knew those chips were being saved to make chocolate chip cookies. The joke at our house was that they truly were chocolate chip cookies, as you were lucky to find that one lone chip in each cookie. But I had a cunning plan. I discovered I could remove a handful of chips, then take two slips of tinfoil and use the iron in the ironing board around the corner to melt the plastic edges and reseal the package. My mother was very annoyed with the Chippets company as they were only partially filling the bags of chocolate chips. She claims to this day that that is why there were so few chips in each cookie. The bags were never full enough. It remains to this day one of those chicken and egg problems. Every time I was left alone, I was searching the house for treats and one day I discovered four squares of chocolate in a plain silver wrapper in the broom closet near the medicine box. I ate all four pieces and soon afterwards discovered just how powerful a laxative the X-Lax brand of chocolate could be. My appetite for sugar was curbed a bit when I found what appeared to be craft caramel candies in my dad's sock drawer. I didn't eat many of those, and I now know why. It's because they were an appetite suppressant loaded with benzocaine. Ice cream was another rare treat, and we were only to enjoy it together as a family. But as you heard in Backspace number 24, when my homemade crossbow killed the freezer, I had learned to beat that rule. I found you could carefully skim a full bowl of ice cream off the top, put the lid back on, run it under the hot water from the nearby laundry room sink, and seal the warm lid back in place with the palm of your hand. Then, when it was peeled off ceremoniously in front of the family after supper, my mother would think that the freezer was malfunctioning again and that the ice cream had melted a bit and sunk down in the middle. They say that necessity is the mother of invention, and the creative solutions I learned as a child are now showing up in the writing of this core series. I hope you are enjoying listening. This has been Backspace number 27, the story behind the core series of books.